Hello everybody, welcome to Arsenal X, where we throw up the X, because we're about to throw down. This is episode 97, I am one of your hosts, Corey Deerig, and alongside me as always is the wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas. How's it going? How are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing pretty good, a little tired, but I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, this was, uh, this was quite the weekend, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Between yesterday yeah. and today, and just everything, like it's just, man, it's been a, it's been a weekend. So yeah, yeah, especially you know, we both, you know, both of us have been family and stuff that we uh, try to do stuff with as much as possible, and yeah, yeah, it's like is like, yeah, we recorded yesterday the, you know, did that did our our black lives matter panel and stuff. And then, and then it was like, I, you know, I was doing stuff and hanging out with the family a little bit. And then, and it felt like I was already, we're already recorded doing, doing our other stuff. Then later, you know, we did a one B one with a comedian, Stu, Stu McAllister, which you will probably be seeing i think next week so yeah it's next friday's episode this friday is delvin and then next friday will be Stu. dude we have so many lined up so many 1v1s lined up that it's probably going to be every week for the foreseeable future like yeah i think our original plan was to do it every other week and then we just started doing it once a month because you know people's schedules and we were doing other projects and honestly couldn't book a guest (laughs) a couple weeks so uh, but yeah. now we have so many. Like we have, we have uh, Carl. We have uh, Cami Jace. We have uh, uh, Buhq now. Apparently, as of like five minutes ago, uh, you know we we have a bunch of people that that are willing to come on the show, and that's awesome. So I think we're gonna yeah. uh, battle bug. You know, yeah, insipid ghosts. We need to get on too. Like. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. You know, Fridays yeah. are going to be full for, of feeds, so uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited for that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, like you said, and I'm sure everybody listening to this show probably already saw an episode pop up in their feed as well because I threw them up. I threw the episode up on every feed that we have because I think it was important, even though it was you know technically an episode of the Boss Rush podcast. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's on every feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the Black Lives Matter panel, or, you know, put on by Ed and Zombie Kills, and we had Cam Hawkins from Dual Shockers on, uh, Carl MF, which if you listen to Nintendo Power Block, uh, heard his voice. Uh, then he's a mm-hmm. YouTuber. Go follow him, please. He's such an underrated YouTuber. Like, I I can't understate how fun his content is did you you mm-hmm. you watch some of it right like his yeah 
Like yeah. he, his skill attack review was awesome, and his Minecraft Dungeons one was was funny, and and you know his modern <laughs> or his uh, Warzone one and his Apex stuff. Like it, it's just he's great. Go check him out, yeah. please. It's just Carl MF. His page is featured on our sidebar of our YouTube page. Uh, if you go through the Nintendo Power Block uh, feed, he's on the last episode, and his links are there. Like, just go follow him. He's so awesome. Uh, well, follow everybody on the episode, obviously, but uh, yeah, he's kind of newer to the YouTube scene, and I just, you know, we try to encourage people to follow our newer friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Which he'll probably be on an episode of this show as well coming up, and uh, maybe you'll see a lot more of him through Boss Rush content in the near future. We're, we're chatting about it, so... Uh, he's yeah. he's a great dude i i you know i i can't put his content out there enough it was awesome to have him on and uh yeah. you know uh john tyler stars 1v1 went up this week i know it kind of probably got lost a little bit in the uh shuffle of the black lives matter panel and and mm-hmm. book club stuff right uh but mm-hmm. you know that was also another great interview that I was really intently listening and had no idea what to ask because, I mean, I wasn't really a part of the episode because of that, but you know, it was really interesting to hear that. And, uh, you know, we, we've got a lot of stuff going on and it's fun. It's so much fun seeing all this stuff come together and people reaching out and people, uh, just having a good time, you know? And, and Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, the, (laughs) the elephant in the room kind of is the, the black lives matter stuff going on in the world. And I, I know you went to a protest Jesse and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was trying to figure out what, you know, personally I could do. And I thought about making like a little, like a mini episode podcast about it. And then I was like, that's not right. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, maybe I'll make like a five minute video about it, how I feel. And then I'm like, Nobody cares how I feel. I'm a white guy, right? I, nobody cares how I feel. So mm-hmm. I thought, <clears throat> and you know, you you and I thought, and, and Ed kind of really was, was thankful, right? Like our friends that, and, and, you know, even people that we don't know really need a voice. And we're fortunate enough to, at least on the audio side, to have a platform for their voices to be heard, right? We have a mm-hmm. really great, audio listening uh, uh, community, I guess, would be the, the right yeah. word. Uh, yeah. And, like, it was – I was, like, I was nervous. Like, I reached out to a bunch of people. I know Ed reached out to a few people. Uh, and, like, we – I didn't think I was going to get any responses, right? Because I didn't know if they were just going to be, like, this is another white guy trying to capitalize, like, he's doing something, you know, for – the black community to get score points or whatever. And like, that's not what I wanted. Right. And mm-hmm. but we got a lot of responses to the point where like, we might do another one uh, next month. And <clears throat> because we had so many good responses, right? Like I know mm-hmm. Cammy, Jason Delvin kind of, you know, we're, we're busy, but they wanted to do it. Right. And I would mm-hmm. uh, like to have Carl back on to, to share some more of his feelings. Uh, you know, if Ray wants to do it, like I would love to have him 
on. I know he's going through a lot of, I know he's kind of taking it harder than a lot of people that I've seen recently. Like his Mm -hmm. video that he posted, I felt, I like, I feel so bad that Mm -hmm. I can't understand what they're going through right now. But But on the other hand, it's like, it's so, it's so awesome to see like, maybe this time the world is changing, you know, maybe this time. And, you know, we, we try to say like, we're play games, be better, right? Like that's our, our motto, like be better is, is a big part of that. And I think like we've done a decent job of being positive and staying positive about stuff. And, and regardless of, you know, sex or, orientation or race or gender or whatever like i think we've done a pretty good job of supporting our friends without trying too hard but at the Mm -hmm. same time after this it's like i don't i don't think that it can stop with just this one panel and we wipe our brow of it and say we did our part right we i Mm -hmm. i feel like we need to like have more women on the show we need to have more uh people of color on the show we need to have more representation on the show, whether it's this show or, or boss rush or Nintendo power block or one V one or streams or, uh, uh, you know, standard definition or whatever. Right. Like I, I think, Mm -hmm. and and we, I think we know enough people to where we can make that happen on a regular occurrence. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, and I, and, and, you know, and like, I think, you know, not only that, but like, what, you know, even when we don't, when we, like, we don't have someone on or whatever, I mean, you know, like, the the big thing that, that, like, I'm trying to be more, be more aware of, and, like, I'm bad at social media and all that stuff, like, they're in, you know, like, trying to, you know, stay on top of things and stuff like that, but, like, you know, this, this last week I've probably been doing stuff on social media more than I, I have in a long time, like, and just trying to, you know, like even just, you know, like just retweeting certain things that, that people need to know about, or, you know, because there's so many people that have their story, um, of, you know, like what, what life's been like, um, you know, as a person of color and, you know, reading those things and listening to them and trying to get, you know, help get those voices out there, like even just doing that stuff more often and trying to, you know, like, you know, and I understand it's, it, you know, like it was hard for me. I didn't even know that I would be able to go, um, to, to one of the protests, but, um, I just got really lucky that um, I was going into work early enough that um, the the police station, uh, our our city police station, is basically like a block and a half away from my work, and that's where they were starting the protests, and then they were gonna walk from there down to the College Avenue and then just go down our our College Avenue and kind of you know, just going all the way down and back. And, um, so I was able to, you know, I'm like, you know what, I got a little time. I wanted to get done, you know, with work a little bit earlier, but this is important. And I, you know, I got an opportunity to go and listen to, 
some of these people and you know and like what they what they have to say and stuff and so i'm like you know this this will be a good experience for me and and you know just show show my support and stuff like that and so i went to it and and like i'm so glad i did because like the the people that were there and that were kind of had set up the protests and you know we're talking about things and stuff like there were some some amazing people that that i i was really you know honored to be able to get to listen to them speak and stuff and you know and and like you know there was at one point there was a there was a white woman or a younger girl that was uh that didn't agree with something they said or whatever and and you know they didn't they didn't get violent they didn't get you know they they just said hey you know like you know let me let me tell you you know what what i have to say about this and and then i will you know i'll let you speak your part on it and so like it was you know it was just really a really good experience because you had people there that maybe you know were were the kind of people that they were hoping they could be talking to the people that that aren't 100 percent understanding of what's exactly going on you know yeah because too many times people like to focus on you know the rioting and all that stuff and 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 unfortunately you know those those people are are nothing but uh opportunists who who a lot of the times are are the people that that are you know keeping you know black people oppressed like they're they're there doing that trying to take away from the message and trying to sabotage it you know and and you know like basically you know be the people that go and do that stuff and they hide hide behind a mask and then and then probably go to their friends and say, see, look, they're, you know, they're, they're out there breaking things and looting and stuff. And, you know, like try to just completely spin the message. And, you know, unfortunately, one of the people that got caught doing that stuff ended up, his ex-wife turned him in. He was a cop. It was a cop out there smashing stuff on purpose and then just leaving. And so he could, uh, you know, escalate the situation and, you know, thought he would get away with it because he, he had a, you know, like a full grade, like, you know, military style gas mask on and stuff, you know, that covers your whole entire face and, and all that. But, but he, luckily his, his ex-wife, uh, noticed the gloves he was wearing in the in the gas mask she knew that he had that one exactly like that and had gloves exactly like what he was wearing so she's like yeah i'm pretty sure that was my ex-husband who is a cop you know yeah so you know it's it's just it's just such a messed up time and you know like and just that stuff you know like people like social media has been such a big help during this just in general from, you know, like I said, people getting their voices out to helping, you know, like find, find these people like that, that are trying to destroy things and trying to, you know, stop, stop good things from, from continuing to be positive. 
you know so so you know like i think social media has really been actually really important lately (laughs) useful for once (laughs) yeah yeah for something good yeah um (laughs) so i mean i just you know if if there's anyone out there that wants to talk about this and needs to talk about it and you don't know where to go like we're here, you know, like th- this community is, is positive for the most part. There's a lot of people that will help you or talk to you. And, you know, even if you want to be on our next panel, which I think Ed and I were talking, like we want to do something like this at least once a month for the foreseeable future, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, maybe not like a black lives panel, but like if you're, if you're gay or if you're, you know, having trouble with something in your life, like just what, like once a month, like we want to have a panel where people can talk about how they're feeling or doing. And, and you know, it, and if you want to talk about games, obviously you're more than welcome to come on anytime too. Like we put a, we put a, a thing out on Twitter every, every week, every weekend. And, uh, if you want to guess, just comment. Like we, if you're new to the space, if you, if we've never heard of you, if you're big, if you're small, like, we want to have you on like it's not you know it's it's just a skype call and we talk and hang out and this show and boss rush are more just like hang out and conversational type shows and mm-hmm. uh, i mean pow block's a little bit different but i think that we're just stuck in our ways of doing it that way but uh, mm-hmm. not that ed and i don't have great you know tangent conversations all the time but uh you know yeah. what i mean like if, yeah we're always yeah we're always gonna have those <laughs> so i mean yeah i i I feel like we can't just we can't just sit here again and be like you know for a week and a half or two weeks like and then at, when the next thing comes we just forget about it right we have to like mm-hmm. we have to keep going we have yeah. to keep doing things and uh I sometimes I I get sad because like I don't know what to say and half the, like it seems like it seems like part of our friends like at least in my feed are they want us as white people to help and stand by them and say things and and retweet and say that feel say what they're feeling and stuff and it seems like the other part is struggling with that idea because we don't know how they feel we don't mm-hmm. like I I won't ever have to explain to my kid that it's dangerous because your skin's not light enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, we, I was talking to my brother and sister-in-law the other day because mm-hmm. they adopted two black kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we were talking and like, we, we were having that conversation of like, how are you going to have that discussion with them one day? Like, cause they're going to have to have that very hard, very real discussion someday. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we, I think, you know, part of the reason why we did the panel this Saturday, like for me at least is like my one nephew's getting old enough to where he's going to start watching. I mean, he already does watch a lot of YouTube, but like, he's going to start watching Mm -hmm. other things than like, you know, Oh, let's, you know, what's that kid, that really popular kid YouTuber, uh, 
I forget what his name is, like Ryan something. Oh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan's the Ryan's Toy Review Channel or whatever. Yeah, and you know he's gonna start learning what Twitch is, and he's gonna start learning what he already wants. To, like he see yeah. he comes every time he comes over, he sees my setup. He's like, I want to do a podcast, and like I've thought about doing like a, a small YouTube channel with him because I know that's what he wants to do. I mean, yeah. seven. I don't know how long he'll want to do it, right? Like, you know, you yeah. know how kids are. Their attention spans yeah. like, oh, something shiny over here. But uh, yeah. But at the same time, like, I think this panel yesterday was important. I think our one v ones with people other than white people are important, and uh, I want them to someday see, you know, whether this is going. We're still doing this in ten years or not. Like when they're old enough and see this and. I want them to have people to look up to and people to aspire mm-hmm. to be. And I think we've done a pretty decent job of, of finding friends who have goals and, and want to send people that message, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I would love to get more people of color on our show and I would love to give more women on the show. I would love to get, you know, people of the, uh, of the gay community on the show that, you know, like I, I would love mm-hmm. to do more of that and we're going to start, right. We've, we've brought Megan mm-hmm. on as a community manager and social media manager. We brought Deshaun on as a community and social media manager. Like they're going to be handling that stuff as well as us also, obviously, but like mm-hmm. that's why they were brought on. They don't want to be on camera. They don't want to podcast. They just want to mm-hmm. help us succeed and find people and, and do that part which is mm-hmm. so important to have people that want to do that part too. You know, I can't understand yeah, how helpful yeah. they've been too. Right. Like, yeah. Just bringing Deshaun on and him tweeting at Khalif Adams of spawn on me. Right. Mm-hmm. He was in our chat. Like he retweeted the show and we had upwards of like at one point across all three channels, I think we had almost 60 people watching, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Right. Like I think, yeah, that was, I, and like, I, I, you and I were modding the Twitch chat and mm-hmm. Megan was doing, uh, mix the mixer chat and, uh, you know, Deshaun was doing the YouTube chat, but like we were all kind of like working together as a mod team and, and it, it was important that they felt safe and I think they did. And I think they had a voice and I, I really encourage people to go watch that panel. You know, it's on, yeah. it's on all of our podcast feeds it's on our YouTube channel. It's pinned on our Twitch channel. It's pinned mm-hmm. at the top of our website. Go watch the panel. It was very, for me, it was very educational, very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it, it wasn't like, I think the way they approached it was really good too. Cause they were talking about the positivities about yeah. the things that have come out of this very negative thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody just i encourage you to go watch it i think i think what they did was really cool and special and and awesome and uh, honestly i can't wait to do something like that again like really produce a show and really uh you know i i think i could have done a couple of things different and a couple of things better but obviously you and i were on a learning experience too <laughs> learning how to mm-hmm. mod a chat instead of just talking and uh yeah me like making sure like the frames lined up, which I couldn't get them to line up because a couple people were, I mean, not their fault, but like 
the camera, like when you get more than three or four people into the, the Skype call, the dimensions mm-hmm. of the windows change. So yeah. I had to change them on the fly and I, I just made sure that they were fitting inside the white boxes instead. Like, and next time I'll, I'll know, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was kind of honored and humbled that they, that they said yes and, and were able to come on and do that. So, um, yeah. Thank you to everybody who participated. Thank you, Ed, for hosting. Thank you, Zombie, for co-hosting. Thank you, Carl, for being on. Thank you, uh, uh, Cam, and thank you, uh, uh, Tiffany, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed uh, just being a listener. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you know, like there, you know, like we had me and you were kind of saying, you know, like that in our own text thing we were talking about like I uh, you know like I didn't really know about that and you know and I've I've always been a a very big supporter of of the native native american um you know like uh, people and stuff and and I've I've always been very outspoken about about things you know dealing with them and and you know I've always you know spoke out about like you know when i felt like people were doing wrong by them or or you know were saying or doing something that that i didn't feel was was okay or right um you know like my my great grandmother from my dad's side was um was native american mostly and so you know there's a big chunk of my dad's side of the family that that definitely is part native american and, um, you know, technically I, I guess that, you know, I'm partially as well, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, like just since I was like, I think like six years old or seven years old, I think it was the first time that I went to a local, like every once in a while, the Oneida Indians here have the, uh, have a powwow thing that they do that's open up to the public and you can come and see them do their traditional dances and stuff like that. And ever since I was little, I was just completely, you know, fascinated with their culture and learning about, about them and stuff. And then as I got older, I learned the you know, the very, very dark <laughs> stuff, you know, that, that, that they had to go through and that they still go through, you know, like, People get really mad in Michigan and stuff, and they're downright just destructive just because the Native Americans have the right to use um, to use certain fishing tactics that, that are considered illegal for anyone else to use. Mm-hmm. And, and people get really mad, and I guess there was people who literally had destroyed some of their fishing boats on purpose just because of it, because they were mad that they were allowed to do something that they're not and and it's like well you know yeah i know it's a long time now but still i mean this you know we did come here to this place basically murder them if they decided that they didn't want to believe in jesus and you know and did awful things to them we we basically took their their land for nothing yeah and and then we you know, we put Andrew Jackson on our money who committed genocide against them, 
even though it, you know it was ruled against in the courts um that he wanted them you know the native americans to be moved from the, the land and the courts uh, denied it and so he basically called for people to go out with their with their guns and and whatever to basically drive them off the land you know and yeah. do it themselves and you know, we've heard about the smallpox and blankets that they would give to them and pretend that they were, that they were, um, you know, giving them gifts, but they, they knew that they were, there was smallpox on them because they wanted to kill them. And, you know, like, I mean, there, there's some really messed up stuff and, you know, the, these are the kind of things that, you know, like what we're seeing in this Black Lives Matters stuff and all that, you know, like there's some real dark deep-seated things that exist still in in this country and you know people like you and me and and you know obviously the, the black people who who are the ones who are suffering from these kinds of things that are going on here we just want it to be done like we don't want this stuff anymore we don't we do not think it's okay and we never thought it was okay and you know, finally, people are just really getting sick of it, and and you know, it's just been amazing, like how how many people are really standing up to things, and you know, like in my lifetime, I've never seen you know this these kind of things, these protests and stuff, and the level to to you know where things are being done. I've I've never seen them in my personal life get to this point and it's it's been really amazing and i and you know like you said like i, I people don't need to continue this we can't just you know like slow down or back off because if we do that then it's just going to be something that happened that that we just forget about you know once the next thing comes around and you know, and like you said, like, that's why we feel like we need to continue to do stuff on the show. And, you know, like, I feel like I need to continue to try to get my, you know, like people's voices out there, you know, even just on, on social media or, you know, like in, in real life, you know, people that I, that I maybe talk to or whatever that don't, don't see things the way that I do and try to explain things to them from my perspective, you know, as a, as a one white person to another and, you know, things like that, you know, talking to your family and things like that. So, yeah, it's not easy things, but it's, it's also, it's the least, you know, I feel like the least that we can do to try to help, you know, just having a talk with people about these things and, you know, Unfortunately, to a lot of people um, that that you know feel a certain way about things that that usually is the the wrong way to feel. They usually don't want to hear things. Unfortunately, yeah. But but you know, all you can do is try. So yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I, like you, like you said, I'm. You know, I definitely want to do more of the, that stuff. And, you know, even if, you know, like two people that, that listened to our show or something, like, 
you know, made them them change their ways or 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 see, you know, they were able to understand something, you know, that maybe they they had questions about or, you know, not because I'm not saying that anyone that listens to us would, you know, be be wrong or, you know, feel the way that 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 we we don't agree with. But like, you know, like there's a lot of there's a lot to learn about every culture that that we're not, a, you know, a part of like. Yeah there's uh, there's so much to be learned i mean look at you know just just like scientists and people who you know have been studying cultures that have existed you know thousands of years ago that they're still always learning stuff and yeah and you know we have the opportunity where we're you know living with cultures that that still exist so you know we should take that time and and not you know not take it for granted that we have the opportunity to learn from people directly you know yeah like and actually learn about stuff and and you know and that's it's always something i've been into like i don't i've never really cared so much of like history class and school and stuff because a lot of the stuff you learn in history unfortunately that's one side of a story that a lot of the times is kind of a joke to be honest. Yeah. No, I you know, know like, I mean the, the, the victors write history, right? I mean, that's always yeah. been true, yeah. you know? And, and yeah, I mean, look, I mean, talking about cultural differences, right? Like I've learned so much just, I mean, not that it's anywhere near the same thing, but like my wife is a Ukrainian Jew who, you know, they, they fled from communist Russia to come live here when she was three. Right. Like that was Mm -hmm. like, it's always fascinating to learn about, Oh, I guess like for us, communist Russia is like this big part of history that we didn't really live through. I mean, part Mm -hmm. of it we did, but like sometimes I kind of like went, don't, don't tell my wife I really listened to her. Uh, but like, just to like <laughs> hear what they went through to get here and how like her mom and dad literally risked their lives and had like one suitcase and like mm-hmm. that fear and that, that time period is, you know, we learn about it and just kind of like, Oh, we took a test and we wrote it down on paper and then we move on to the next thing. Like mm-hmm. that's a very real thing for people like mm-hmm. to live in fear of, who's in charge and not knowing if you're going to be able to get on that plane or that boat to get over here and, and, uh, alive, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's, that's so scary that even like my, my wife and her family had to go through that too, you know? And, and, Mm um, but at the same time, it's like my kid might get made fun of for being Jewish at one point in her life, which I'm sure she will, but, she can hide that, you know, mm-hmm. you can't hide your skin color. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's why it's very important to talk about this. And the one thing that, you know, I, a lot of people have said this online and, but you know, it doesn't mean I don't believe this either. Like I, I think this the same way, like when people say all lives matter, mm-hmm. it's like, well, no shit right? Like no shit, all Mm -hmm. lives matter. But like, 
you have obviously there's people out there that don't think that and so the black community obviously needs help making those people realize that all lives matter that's why we're saying black lives mm-hmm. matter black mm-hmm. lives matter everybody's life matters all of their lives matter black lives matter and and mm-hmm. that's why we did what we did yesterday that's why you know I, that's why like i i support ed so wholeheartedly i support our black friends i support you know watching ray's video on twitter like had me so emotional like i i hate seeing our friends and our peers and our colleagues so upset you know over something mm-hmm. that should be gone by now yeah it should just be yeah. done like there's there's no reason for this yeah. but yet here we are you know there's yeah. confederate flags on cars in my neighborhood like i yeah like there's yeah. <clears throat> trump signs everywhere of people who have confederate flags in their yards and like mm-hmm. you know it's it's just so hard but i yeah. really, but honestly at least from our friends on social media of all races and creeds and seeing things happen on the news and things happen with uh you know laws finally being changed and those cops being arrested and mm-hmm. t- took long enough but you know it's a yeah baby step yeah and that's why we need to keep doing what we did on Saturday continue doing that and do it mm-hmm. and not even until something changes we need to keep doing it to make sure that change stays so mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah i know I know, and like, you know, I don't want to get political or anything, but, you know, like the same people that are saying all lives matter, you know, and like, and like you said, like that, 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 yeah, obviously all lives should matter and, uh, you know, but we need to focus on, you know, where there's issues, but it's like, you know, like the thing is, is so many people like, like to say things but then they contradict it in their actions and it's like you know like those same people that that you said with the confederate flag and and i would love to say to their face you know you lost get over it Uh just like they did when you know like when their beloved trump won and people were upset and they would just tell everyone you lost get over it okay well if you're gonna get upset that people are you know still talking about hillary even though she lost and you're telling them to get over it well get rid of your rebel flag then because you lost get over it (laughs) you know yeah so it's just like it's it's like there is no reason for that anyways because the because to me the the that flag is is un-american and it's and it's you know it it goes against it's basically saying that you would rather have that flag instead of the the one that we have now yeah because because that that doesn't exist anymore and like uh what is it is it it's I forget what state, what state is it? 
no, not one of the Carolinas that that actually still has a rebel flag in their I think state it's, flag. I think it's south. It's it's one of the Carolinas on their ca- on their Capitol okay. building still has it. Okay. Well, like, one of the one called, of the state like, flags is the rebel flag in the middle. It's like where the stars would be in like the American flag. Uh-huh. They have a rebel flag there, and then the rest is something else for their state flag. Mm-hmm. I I I'm just blanking on it. Can't remember if it was Kentucky or yeah. something like that, but their state flag still technically has the rebel flag inside of it. Yeah. Um. So, so it's just yeah, like, and I know you know like it kind of goes against everything. Um. But at the same time, like when people are mad and and no one seems to be listening to them, you know, like like I said, I I'm not. I'm not really 100% okay with like people rioting and smashing things because a lot of the times these people are damaging, you know, it's towns and cities that they're, they're not even from. So they won't see it, you know, but like, I get why people are upset and like, you know, and like so many States, you know, that still have these, these iconic, uh, you know, people from our history that, that were not, good people when it comes to you know what side they stood on for you know like helping helping the black people actually be free and things like that and you're seeing a lot of people taking those monuments and things down and and you know protesters and stuff going about doing it themselves because their their states and their cities don't want to do anything about it and you know Obviously, damaging property isn't exactly something I 100% agree with. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we've got these people that, that claim that they're in, in office to, to you know, represent us. But yet, they don't seem to want to do that. And so, at what point do we just take it upon ourselves to get things done? You know, it's... It's been, you know, like, it's just been a very interesting time, and and there's a lot of lines that are being blurred, you know, like, of you feel a certain way about something, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like, these people have really been treated like shit for so long, you know, do I really care that, that, that property is being damaged? It's like, you know, like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a di- definitely a, a difficult situation, you know, when you're thinking about it. But but at the same time, it's like people just are sick of it and wanna wanna do stuff and want something to be done and wanna be heard and mm-hmm. and you know. And I feel like it is it is actually happening much yeah. more than like I said I've ever seen in my lifetime. So, yeah, just so. seeing you know so many people active. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody, I I don't even really know what else to say except, you know, support our friends, support our, our colleagues, our peers, our allies. You know, we, Jesse and I are trying our best to be allies to the cause in the ways that we know how. And, um, you know, it's, uh, this is important. And if you Mm -hmm. don't want for, (laughs) I mean, Look, we, 
we try not to be political on our shows, right? Like, I mean, I, I know people hate it when people say that, but like Mm -hmm. we come here to talk about video games and movies and dumb stuff, you know, and we come here to escape that, right? That's what this Mm -hmm. podcast does for us. But this is way, obviously this is way too important to not address. And I mean, we spent 45 minutes on the subject, so, you know, it's, it's important to us. It's important. Our, you know, one of our best friends is like, you know, hurting right now. And, you know, Ed, he's, you know, I mean, not outwardly, you know, but in private conversations, you can kind of tell, I feel like, and, and I hate seeing our friends like that. I hate seeing mm-hmm. our peers like that. I hate seeing people that we look up to creatively or, uh, you know, inspired by like i hate seeing them going through this you know and and so um, well and just in just the fact that you know like like just because their skin is a certain color there's that much less of a chance of them getting attention on you know whatever platform they choose to be on you know things like that and you know, that's something that's also, I think, kind of somewhat, you know, on the verge of possibly changing as well. Um, but, you know, the, it's just ridiculous. It's like, like I, for me personally, it, it, you know, like it, if I find something that's interesting and, you know, well done and stuff like that, like the, those guys, it's not like I really search for a, you know, a certain thing or whatever, but it's like, I just, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous that, that a whole swath of, you know, a massive swath of people are just kind of like put on the, in the, you know, in the background yeah, on, on certain platforms and stuff like that. And, and it's it's yeah it's and that's you know that's one of those things that again that me and me and you wouldn't really understand or know is going on had we not you know been been a little bit more you know aware of things and you know and have like zombie and stuff that we you know can talk to about about things like that and like you know, have a better understanding of, of things like that. And, you know, and I'm, and I'm very, I'm very thankful and, you know, very honored to have, you know, just even from the black, the black lives matter panel, like more people that, that we can hopefully do stuff with and, and, you know, continue to learn from, um, yeah. And it, it, because it, just going off that real quick, like it's nice to have those friends who are understanding of, quite frankly, our our negligence and our our you know uneducated view on this stuff and how they have helped us, you know, in the last not only few weeks but you know since you know really since you know talking like honestly when I saw when I. I started honestly really thinking about this is when um, Ray and Zombie were having that really very real conversation on the Boss Rush mm-hmm. podcast, you know, and it was just like this yeah. small snippet of it was it was probably only like a fifteen minute conversation about um, 
being a, a black content creator and like like in the back of my mind I'm like I, I know that like black people have it way different on the internet than we do right like I mm-hmm. like yeah. I know that but like it wasn't something I consistently thought about until now right and that was like the first very real thing that I was like oh like maybe I should start thinking more about this. Maybe I should start really paying attention and, and maybe trying to help do something about it. And then of course, like a, a couple weeks go by and then I don't want to say I forgot about it, but I definitely like wasn't thinking about it the way I was thinking about it during that conversation, you know? And, and, mm-hmm. and that's on me, right? That's, that's on, that's on me. And so you know, just to kind of like wrap up this conversation, I just want to say on a, on a personal level, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry that I was so negligent and so kind of not on the front lines trying to help this cause, you know, you know, uh, Khalif Adams on kind of funny games daily when he was hosting said, something that you know i i have been thinking about a lot for about two weeks uh he said you know that he feels kind of conflicted right because he's like he said that he really loves all the support and all the the people who are reaching out to him and all the all the people who are being allies now but you know he said he feels conflicted because he said what where were you a year ago two years ago five years ago ten years ago you know, mm-hmm. and Deshaun said something on Twitter that was roughly this a similar statement. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he people were reaching out to him, and he said that, you know, he feels conflicted because like this isn't the first time this has happened. Obviously, you know, and like, mm-hmm. you know, but I like from just like a maybe I'm being naive, but I really feel like something is changing this time. Like, I really mm-hmm. feel like the world is taking a stand and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to all of my black friends and peers and colleagues, I am sorry that it took this long for me to do something, to say something. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, come from me. So I, I, don't really know what else to say on the matter except for we have you if if you want to say something or do something with us or write or create with us you know guest whatever it's an open invitation to anybody out there who feels like they want to do something and they can't be heard and and so Mm -hmm. but uh I don't know if if you do you you want to move on to Xbox or do you do you want to say anything else or um yeah. I I don't really have a whole whole lot you know to add to it but like you know like I there like I you know I, like you said kind of been obviously aware of you know things going on and stuff and you know like over the years like honestly to to try to try to I guess do my part you know there's there's been times where I I've honestly like just complete strangers you know 
that that you know were were black or whatever or you know whatever nationality they were whatever race they were that I've just you know tried to have conversations with and you know like just you know try to try to be show them that just like any other you know colored skin person I'm going to be me I'm, you know, going to be respectful to you and, you know, treat you just as well as I would anyone else, you know, and I've, and I've had some, you know, pretty interesting conversations <laughs> that way, you know, with people. Yeah. And, um, and honestly, like, you know, I think that, you know, that's something that kind of, you know, is is something that you don't see a lot of of people just trying to be respectful sometimes, you know, and sometimes I've just tried to be my, you know, good mood, like just happy to be a live self to people and, you know, and like a lot of times, you know, girls or whatever, ladies that I, you know, just say good morning to and they give me a look like I just tried to hit on them or something. <laughs> And you know, and it, and that it, happens at more the, often than not. Yeah, <laughs> you know? which which it's just like, hey man, you don't have to give me a dirty look, but at which, the same time, my understanding though yeah. of things that women have to go through, unfortunately, you know, has soured some some people into not being able to take something like just a simple you know, good morning or how are you or whatever as, as nothing more than that, because, because someone has done some, you know, done wrong by them or, you know, they, they, they feel like there, there's a part of them that can't trust men or, you know, because they had to go through some, you know, either a trauma or something. And, and, you know, and I've, yeah, you you know, like right away you want to be upset or feel, you know, feel insulted. But you, you know, we've also got to remember that you know we we don't know what they maybe had to go through, and you know, hopefully that that attitude or that you know something that the, you know will will go away in time. But but you know, like the, the you know that's the thing is like like we've been saying is just having conversations and just listening and things like that learning learning more about about people and and things like that is really is probably the most important thing you can do right now yeah. is just trying to have community trying to have you know just socializing and and talking and having discussions and like I just honestly feel like that is the best way to go about it. Like there's you know, there's this show um with this this guy that I had watched. He's African American and his whole thing was he goes around making friends with people who are in the Ku Klux Klan. And he basically one at a time is trying to convert them away from it. And so he's like, I know there's a lot of like, there's a lot of people that really don't like what he's doing uh, in his own, you know, community and stuff. But, 
but I, you know, but he's just, you know, what he's saying is, is these people are just, they don't understand and there, there's an ignorance there that can be solved by literally just talking with them and helping them understand in some ways, you know, like I do think that, that there are certain people out there who just don't get something and, and when they when when they don't understand something, they're afraid of it, right? Yeah. And so there's nothing to fear if they understand something. And so for someone to help them understand is getting away from that fear, which then gets you know, like they realize and understand how stupid it was that they thought the way they did, you know? Yeah. Like and I know, obviously, that's not going to be everyone, but but still, like trying is 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 better than not doing anything. So yeah, so yeah, that's to wrap it up. You know, I think I think just I've always tried to you know like just try to understand people. Like I've said, I've I've since I was young, I've always looked into like Native American culture and. Like I've just always been trying to learn about things and and like I said, there's just still so much to learn and and honestly I think, you know, for me just that part of, of doing this more is you know, I think it's it's gonna be an amazing thing and I hope, you know, in learning stuff that we also you know, help and many and many other people learn stuff and can better themselves as well so yeah that's really really all i have left to say is i just yeah like you i think it's important and and i'm you know i'm definitely looking forward to doing more of that stuff yeah yeah you know and i was glad to you know like talk about this a little bit you know because obviously you know like we're like you said we're mad and and there's a lot that we don't understand which but I at think... the same time, it's like we, you know, we want to talk about this and get it out in the air as well, and you know, to to you know, vent ourselves as well, you know. Yeah. But there's a time and a place for us to do it, and you know, like when we did the Black Lives Matter panel, like that was their time to to get, you know, get what they need to get out, and you know didn't need to hear what we thought at that moment because what they had to say was more important. Yeah. You know, in that moment. So, yeah. So, you know, I just, I just hope that everybody listens to that episode. It was very insightful, very, uh, very real, but in, you know, like I said, in a positive way and was very, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm glad we did it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast. Here, an hour in. <laughs> uh, uh, we're not gonna do housekeeping today. It's. I mean, we're it. it it's past times. Times past. So. Uh, yeah. But if this is your first episode, uh, welcome. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal X Probably. is an Xbox podcast. Uh, but you know we. 
we had to get that out of the way. We we yeah. had to. I I've been trying to keep my mouth shut as best as I can the last couple weeks, you know, and and trying to like really focus it on on helping our friends. So uh, yeah, yeah. Go listen to the Black Lives Matter panel. It's on all of our podcast feeds, our YouTube page, our website, Twitch, and Mixer channels uh, for the next couple weeks. So uh, yeah, go listen to it. Go watch it. It was it was great. So yeah. It was. It was amazing. Uh, but also, one more thing before we get started. We did open our store, our Redbubble store. Uh, so you can go there and get our episode 100 Achievement Unlocked uh, shirt. Our Arsenal X t-shirts and hoodies and stickers and whatever else you really feel like putting on a, our logo on. Uh, it's there. Very excited for that. Uh, it's redbubble.com slash people slash boss rush games or you can just go to bossrushgames.com and click on the store button it should bring you right to the store so uh i had a lot of fun designing the the arsenal x stuff specifically yeah. just because like i don't know man out of everything we do the arsenal x stuff is always my favorite in terms yeah. of design work that, yeah uh don't get me wrong i like the the Nintendo Switch Power Block 200 logo, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Something about Arsenal X is just everything. Just it looks so goddamn good, man. Like I, I love it. <laughs> I love the shirts. I love the. I love the. I'm gonna order one of those lightweight hoodies. I think. Yeah. Uh, with our logo on it, so I'm very excited about it. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah so. that that tote bag thing or whatever looked or not tote bag, but like there's those little zip up bags or whatever the where you pull the strings. Yeah, 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 yeah. That looked really cool with the AX, uh, the AX uh, pod on it. Yeah, it really neat. Uh, so it's yeah, man. It's uh, I mean, I I like yeah, I like the the. There's two different ones because like the only bad thing about Redbubble is like. If you want a different color logo, you have to upload a different color logo and stick it on mm-hmm. stuff. So like, yeah. there's two of everything on there, like a, a charcoal one and a white one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's I like the the pull string bags with the uh, the charcoal bag with the with the white lettering on it looks cool. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, we're gonna get into some uh, Xbox talk. Uh, I, you know what? We're gonna start. Are, are you playing anything interesting, fun, cool? Um, I've I've been playing uh, a lot of uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, how's um, that? How's how's I, Minecraft Dungeons? I love that game, man. It's so good. Like, like is it worth just... me downloading off Game Pass right now? Yeah, it definitely. Maybe is. maybe that's what we'll do for what's this on Game Pass? Maybe we'll do some Minecraft Dungeons tonight. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good because yeah, I believe that is co-op. Um, and yeah, like, uh, well, you know, like I had started playing it because I wanted to see, you know, see what it was like when it first got released. That morning, I played it after work or whatever, a little bit. Um, but then I've I've kind of been going back to it, and yeah, I just I just like the simplicity to it and how. I don't really have to, like, I can just go in, 
have fun. You know, it's kind of like like we always joke about like Halo and stuff. I can just go and shoot guys and not really think about much. You know, I can talk with, you know, me and you can talk or I can do whatever, listen to music while I'm doing it. And I don't really have to think a yeah. whole lot. And I can just kind of enjoy myself without having to be stressed out or, you know, or whatever. And, um, yeah, that game is just so perfect for that. It, awesome. It's just, it's just looks amazing. Like, you it's know, like even, I mean, Diablo, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's very similar, like, to, like, it, you're taking the whole Minecraft, you know, like, building, you know, version of it, but all the blocks and everything just has a, a much more polished look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... Things just look like like the vivid like bright colors and stuff are very vivid and very bright and like accenting colors and stuff that they do in in the worlds and and things like that. It like it just looks so good. Like it just looks really good and like I can't help but think though when I'm playing that that I wonder if like the the true completely one hundred percent finished version of the you know the uh, x the series x uh uh, minecraft will look like this you know from but from that perspective of playing first person or third person or whatever um because if that if that were the case dude it would just it would be such so much fun but which that so yeah so minecraft dungeons i've been playing my my kids are obsessed with it now. They they both recently started playing because I have an Xbox in the living room. Yeah. My old old original Xbox in my living room. Yeah. And then and then I have my one X here, and so one kid will be on this monitor playing, and then one in the living room playing. And so lately, my um my my son and my daughter have been playing Minecraft. Um, each on their own system, but they're playing in the same, you know, world building together and stuff like that. Yeah. And my my daughter, like today, she was all excited. She's like, "Dad, Dad, come here, come here!" <laughs> and she wanted me to come in the living room, and she wanted to show me this whole elaborate, like, you know, area that she added onto her house. And you know, and she and she needed help with the, like some stuff, and I was like, "Well." You know what if what if you did this because like sure her room was just like like just uh, just enough room for like on both sides of the room for there to be two beds next like right next to one another. I'm like, well, why don't you op- why don't we open this up a little bit so then you can kind of you know have a, a cool area that you can go out. And so I made her like a a gazebo or not a gazebo but a, a like a. a deck that comes off the top of the house Hmm. so it's like you know like her room like the doors that lead out to a deck right outside of her room and she was all excited about that and and, uh it's it's just fun watching them create and stuff in that and so like i you know i was playing that a little bit with them as well um so yeah they both just been into minecraft a lot lately and i you know it's kind of helping max you know figure out how to 
do all the the enchantment stuff on your weapons and all that stuff and you just all day long is like getting excited it's like oh i got a i got a level 22 you know this or whatever now and it's like you know I just they've been loving it so much just as much as i have honestly i've just been really enjoying that game and uh and then obviously playing uh some tomb raider for for our book club stuff so yeah, I guess we could have announced that. Did we? I mean, I think we only announced that on the book club episode, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think that was it. Well, I well did maybe. I think maybe did... we announced that last week too on the proper show, but. Yeah, I think like maybe Ed or something in the boss rush or something like that might have um, <clears throat> mentioned it in the in the um either in plugs or I, I could have swore we had mentioned it at some point in something else, but yeah. I could well, be wrong. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> anyways, for those who don't know, Tomb Raider definitive. Well, the 2013 reboot of Tomb Raider is our book club game and we're playing the definitive edition on Xbox one. So, um, yeah. Yeah. How do you, how are you enjoying Tomb Raider? Cause like it's bit, I haven't played it since honestly, like I own it on Xbox one Mm-hmm. and PlayStation 4, but the mm-hmm. last time I played it was, I, I remember I got Tomb Raider and DMC, the Ninja Theory DMC, on the same day, because mm-hmm. they came yeah. out real close together, mm-hmm. and I played them on Xbox 360, <laughs> and I haven't played it <laughs> since. <laughs> oh, okay. And I thought I had, like, I thought I played it on Xbox One, and then I was, oh, then okay. I had some achievements start popping, I'm like, wait, I pretty sure i played this and i looked up my achievements no they're the 360 version of tomb raider so uh yeah how, how are you enjoying tomb raider i love it like yeah i mean i think it looks it looks you know pretty good on you know for being a 360 you know original originally a 360 game or whatever yeah it is um, a little, it is a little jarring because the, I, do, I do know they made a big deal of uh putting a new Lara character model in there. Mm-hmm. But like, she looks so different from everyone else. Cause she looks so good. And everybody else is still yeah. like a high res 360 character model. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. For the, yeah. But yeah. It, uh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. The, I mean, I feel like, feel like the you know the characters aren't too bad looking though no they're not like they're I mean, not bad can, looking at all i'm yeah, just saying like yeah, they they yeah. are definitely uh there's a there's a quality difference in lara yeah. compared to the others so i i really would like to go back and play the anniversary game too yeah. one of these days just because still still like through all Throughout all of them, like, still the first Tomb Raider is, I think, the very first one on PlayStation is still one of my favorite games of all time. Just because, like, and I've said this, I believe, before on the show, but I liked it better when it was like you were fighting the elements. It wasn't about shooting other people. Mm -hmm. I just liked when it was like, fighting the elements you know you had the wolves and you had the bears and you you know it was just basically animals that you were 
that you were having to go against while you were making your way through these these caves and stuff in a t-rex <laughs> yeah you know which was really weird but it was awesome though and like that first time when that that you could hear the <laughs> like yeah. and, and you're like holy crap you know yeah i i really i really really just still i'm very have very fond memories of how how much i loved that game that first game and then, like, when they started moving away from the animals into more of you shooting at humans and stuff, I, I didn't really didn't really care for it as much. But, but I do feel like this, like, maybe if they were going to go that route, what they needed to do was it needed to be a reboot that would really really make it make it make more sense to me. Like, you know, like, I do really like this, this you know, reboot of the Tomb Raider fan- franchise. I like the stories. I like, you know, I don't mind that it's, you know, you're fighting other people because they still have that, you know, that mystic, you know, side to it of where you're, like, haunt- you're, you're like fighting against these things that are, like, like mythical or whatever you want to say. But, um yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and like we kind of talked about it a little bit uh, before we started the show, but like I think I like this the first one of this one this reboot as well probably the most yeah out of out of all of them that we've played so far, and it took us going back to it to re- really recognize that. Yeah, I think it's why I like Shadow of the Tomb Raider so much because yeah. it really kind of mixes a lot from Rise with this first one and it kind of mm-hmm. ma- it's more simple, but like this one is more I don't know, I like the simplicity of it. I like how kind of traversal and puzzle focused almost it is instead of mm-hmm. instead of like you said shooting guys every five seconds you know like i I, mm-hmm. I mean there is that there is some of that in this game and and sometimes it feels out of place but like i i just love the puzzle element and they're sort of like you're just trying to survive and get off this island pretty much and yeah uh, yeah, yeah i i I love the series. I've I've al- always been an advocate of the series, even though people are mm-hmm. more, you know, either leaning towards like Uncharted or Assassin's Creed or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. But Tomb Raider has always been a series that I have adored and, and championed. And um, well, I, and I think it helps that both of us are also kind of Indiana Jones fans. Oh yeah, like you know, like like you know, and. Uh, like it's nice to see a female lead role of doing something similar to that. Mm-hmm. I think that you know that's always what kind of uh, you know caught my attention with the franchise. Yeah, and but, yeah, the triangle boobs is that from PlayStation One? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> you know, in all seriousness, though, like even playing Uncharted, I still think my favorite Uncharted is Lost Legacy. You know, and I yeah. think it, I. I don't know why it is and it's not like a it's not like a sexual thing or anything at all really right like I I 
I just prefer to play as females in games. You know, I love, yeah. I love Gears Five. I, I mean, I love the direction they took Kate's story, yeah. and I'm glad they let you play as Kate instead of watching Kate's story unfold as JD, like in Four. Not that Four was bad or mm-hmm. anything. I love Gears Four. I love, I love the whole series. Uh, but I, I think Kate. I think, I think we've been playing as guys in games for so long. Yeah, that and yeah, it's kind of like just even movies and stuff about you know a lot of movies and everything of just oh it's like always stuff focused yeah around a guy character and it's like yeah and yeah, I think I think fun. just seeing that for so long that like it's fun to see a different point of view it's fun to watch some something that's different than you that you know what yeah. I mean and, and yeah don't get me wrong I I like Uncharted a lot like I think it's a fun series. Nathan Drake and Sully are great characters and, and their quips and stuff are fun. Like if you have a PlayStation and you haven't played Uncharted, I think honestly Uncharted is a must play series for PlayStation fans, right? But something about just you I don't I don't know what it is, man. I just I love Tomb Raider. I love Yeah. Lara as a character, especially in when you get to rise and and shadow when she becomes more determined instead of you know because in this mm-hmm. one you're kind of watching her learn how to survive and how to be what she becomes in the other two games right mm-hmm. but um just seeing that character arc really uh is is awesome so um, mm-hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i changed because like we were originally going to play Link's awakening on switch for this book club mm-hmm. and i was like I do want to do that eventually, but I'm glad I switched my game to Tomb Raider. Just doing mm-hmm. this, it, it, and like it controls so well. Like I mm-hmm. love the controls. I love the the puzzles. Like I I don't know if you uh, are doing the the optional tombs. I don't know if you did have done any of those. Um, there's one I towards don't... the very beginning that I know I did, but. I don't know. I don't because those are ones that you have to get by. Like, don't you have to clear something in order to be able to get in there? Or... Uh, well, sometimes sometimes you have to go back once you upgrade your some of your stuff. Um, yeah, like it it does require you to go back. But okay, um, that very first one you can get to by shooting the lantern off and burning the cloths. Uh, Oh okay, yeah, I did do I I did do something like that. So um somewhere, but I don't know if yeah. I well and that's the thing is I I plan I wanted to go try to go back and do kind of some of that stuff that I couldn't do when I went through it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um but I just wanna focus on finishing the game uh or well finishing most of it anyways and I can always just leave the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go from there and spawn because you know like you do have that option to to use a campfire to to spawn different places or whatever to fast travel or whatever so yeah but yeah like because i i don't think i really did any of those the first time around either yeah um so but yeah to i i'm enjoying tomb raider and 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 sounds like you are too it's yeah it's great it's a great game and it's also only yeah. four dollars on Xbox Live right now. If you are not playing it, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, it's if you're uh, more of a PC player, it's free on Steam still. <laughs> the first one. 
Yeah. So download it, play it. Um, you playing anything else? Um, there, oh crap. There was something. Oh, I, I, I was, I jumped into uh Mario maker two just to kind of look at some of the newer stuff. Oh yeah. Cause they, they added you know, that world they added. builder thing. Yeah. I didn't really do a whole lot with it because I, I'll be honest, it's been so long since I played that I completely forgot how to do anything in that game. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, I don't really want to have to try to reteach myself right now yeah, to look, do all this, but I just wanted to look at what everything that was in it and stuff. Look, when that game came out, I put a good solid three weeks into that game and played it a whole lot, and then Fire Emblem came out, and I haven't touched it since. So yeah, let's, I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I've kind of since Fire Emblem came out, I've kind of fallen off the Nintendo train a little bit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like I, I do play a lot of stuff on Switch still, but like I've been looking forward to more and more playing stuff on my Xbox. And like I know games kind of you kind of ebb and flow with ebb what you're kind of yeah. into playing, but like I don't know. Since I finished Fire Emblem, I haven't gotten into anything on Switch. And like I do want to play Xenoblade at some point. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it and. I just, I don't know, man. I I just haven't gotten into anything, and I, like I kind of feel bad since <laughs> I run our Nintendo podcast, but I just would rather be playing my Xbox the last few. And I don't know if that was like a re, like the the rejuvenated kind of Arsenal X when we brought it back. I don't know if it's like just playing Halo and Destiny and 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 assassin's creed and stuff again and gears but like i don't know man i like i love my switch i really do i just the games i want to play are on xbox right now (laughs) well yeah i think and you know and that's kind of what what happened with you know kind of for me and like you know not not to mention like some of the stuff that's come out in the past here for for switch um, that I was really, really looking forward to, like had had you know some some issues and things like that, and so then unfortunately I put it off until it got fixed, and now I just haven't picked them up, you know. So, it, you know, like that's the thing is like, and I don't, you know, I don't want to to like sound like i'm you know like making fun of them or anything but it like i don't know like just just from like listening to people like certain things that i've wanted to play and i've wanted to do i i just can't help but feel like like nintendo is doing everything right and and at some point but there's like except for one thing that just kind of sticks out like a bat like a like a sore toe that that like just stops some of their games from being like complete completely perfect but unfortunately it's like something that either in some way is very like important for the game to get the full experience from it or or it's just it's just like some kind of decision that they've made 
that doesn't make sense or like you know like I, I, it sounds like um like Poke, like the new pokemon it sounds like they're kind of doing going to be doing good on on a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. um at least like you know as far as bringing some of the uh some of the other characters that people wanted or whatever bringing more of the old characters back into the game and stuff like that but i'll be honest i was a little like turned off by the whole like service thing of that and and stuff and i just thought it was really weird and like i don't know it just didn't seem very um uh, i don't know like you not user friendly but like it just it just didn't seem like like something that that was completely worth the money and it like to do Mm. And it, and and in some ways was still kind of like weirdly like we, hard to do or not not hard to do but it was just kind of tedious things that you had to do to get like all your you know Pokemon from the old games and stuff onto it as far as transferring and stuff yeah. like that yeah like just just stuff like that because like I still do want to get Pokemon Sword and Shield because. I think I think I would actually like this one more than the the last couple that we've seen. Mm. Um, but my my problem is is like I said, and it's like Luigi's Mansion Three as well. I want to get that. I don't have that yet. Part of that, a lot of this too, is just money. And unfortunately, a lot of times when I do have money to get things, it's usually I get it on Xbox because especially if it's something that's multiplayer or whatever, like there's a better chance of me playing something multiplayer on my Xbox than on the switch, you know, just because it's, that is a, that is a weak spot, uh, you know, uh, for the switches, the, the online stuff. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think if they, if they could fix that about switch, their online stuff, I honestly think I would play it a lot more and I would get games on there um, that are multiplayer a lot more if it was easier to do like a, a a voice chat with your friends and things like that. Like honestly, I think we we just got to a point where Switch came out with some really good online games, but it's such a hassle to try to do it. Yeah. You know? And you're trying so, to play Smash online or like even Mario Kart, like if you're doing mm-hmm. tournaments and stuff, like Yeah. Part of the time you're not even playing with your friends, you're playing ghosts and they're doing like Yeah. Heats, right? Where like, okay, mm-hmm. a couple of your friends are in this room and you're in this room with a couple of people and like you know, they do like a couple of people at a time and then they do uh, uh, heats and time, like best times, mm-hmm. will pr- provide like tell you what place you came in, you know. And it's kind of yeah. like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> that's yeah. not. And and like I get it. Uh, at one point, like I was like, okay, I get it. But now I'm just like, it's 2020. It's unacceptable, really. You know. Well, and and like you know, I know, I know. I'd like to defend, you know, and. But I, I just don't understand because, like, as far as technology goes, 
Japan is so much more advanced than we are. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense to me. How is it that the internet or online stuff is the one thing that they can't figure out that we're better at apparently doing or, or if it's just a, if it's just a, I don't know that. And that could be, I guess, um, like, like a money thing. But I, I, I feel like their internet has been faster and better than ours for a long time too. Yeah. I I mean, most people's are, you know, like, I I think, I think that's like the big thing is like, are yeah. like most places in this country, our internet sucks, right? Like there's yeah. people yeah. who still use dial up. There's people who still in the middle of the country still don't even really have internet, right? Like that's, yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, yeah. But I just, so I just... yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's, it's just maddening. It's like, why? and I mean, now it's been out for how many years? Why can't you try to work on something you know, over this time, like I'm, I'm more than willing to, to look past it for the first year, whatever and a half, but you've got to actually be doing something though to try to improve those things. Yeah. But, but I feel like it's one of those situations where it, they, they, at this point, they don't care. They sold a bunch of switches. They did way better than they expected. And it's like it's kind of like that that thing that you see, unfortunately, a lot of times when a console is um, is successful, they they kind of back off of all these things that they kind of wanted to do because they feel like, well, we we're making so much money off of them right now. Let's not even stick any more into it than we need to, you know. Let's just stick this money then instead into games instead of making some of these things that maybe aren't perfect better or whatever, you know. And we've seen we saw that with 360 as well, where there was just certain things that really sucked and they and they didn't you know didn't really put the time and effort into them until like way late like you know like people absolutely hated the the dashboard and stuff like that that are on the original 360 stuff you know mm-hmm. and it it took if like people felt like it took way too long for them to to make that better well and even the xbox one i mean like look at how you remember how it used to be like super laggy and just really bad and slow mm-hmm like you know, and and now it now I feel like it actually for once is like actually works the way that it's supposed to now. Yeah. You know, things yeah. like you know things like that. I mean, I don't know, but but yeah, like because that's the thing is I really do love Switch too, and I'm glad I got one. And there's you know like I said a lot of games that I want to get for it. Yeah. But there's just these little things that unfortunately are make things a pain in the butt for me to want to sometimes pick up my switch yeah. and and use it mm-hmm. and now like i said i have been i i've been trying to trying to play stuff on it um because there is a lot of games that i have on there that i do like playing but um but yeah there i can't remember there's i was trying to think of there's an a game I bought just recently on it. Um, it was a cheaper, 
cheaper game that I got, and I I just can't think of what it what it was right now that I was playing on it. But yeah. I'll talk about that maybe next week because I. <laughs> well, I mean, even besides, like, I mean, this is Arsenal X. Well, I can talk about it. It's in it's crazy because like a lot of the indie games that are on there are are on Game Pass also, and like mm-hmm. just the yeah. way just the way I've been playing games lately, like. Mm-hmm. I would rather just download it on Game Pass and and play it there, you know. And mm-hmm. um, man, I don't. I just. I would love to just. I don't know, man. If I was to have one platform, at this point, like I love my Switch and I love Zelda and Fire Emblem. Like mm-hmm. those are in in Xenoblade. Like those are my. Those are like the must-haves on there. But like. Mm-hmm. the games that i really love to play like xbox is is creeping up on nintendo for like that spot you know like mm-hmm. i don't know i know they're different experiences and you can only get certain experiences on one and certain experiences on the other and like i mm-hmm. i normally don't do a very good job of viewing consoles that way um mm-hmm. but yeah Well, and I mean, and and I mean, that's the thing, though, is is we're saying this now, but when, you know, Pikmin 3 is announced, you know, when when we I think that's the that's the thing is right now, it's really easy to forget how much we love those consoles because we haven't really heard much. Yeah. Plus, the Switch (laughs) is like three and a half years old at this point and the new Xbox is coming and. Halo yeah, Infinite is coming, and, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's games for Xbox yeah. and a new system to be excited for. Whereas, like, the Switch, yeah. the games I think that we're most excited for, besides Pikmin, hopefully, like, yeah. are years away still. Like, yeah. Zel- like I think Zelda will probably be the next big release that I'm super excited for. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, cannot, I know I cannot wait to be back in 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 that world again. I know. I cannot wait. I still pop that game in from time to time, and like I've been yep, playing. I've me been, too. <laughs> I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three, right? But I've yeah. been playing it on Switch, and it's just such a great, like, it's not it's not a Zelda like substitute, but it's a yeah. kind of like a. I don't know. I guess I would equate it to like somebody who smokes cigarettes and then they're like chewing the the gum. <laughs> Like it's like the gum for the Zelda addiction. Um, yeah, know, well, like well that's really... like I'm looking forward to Tunic. I'm really looking forward to Tunic once that comes out for Xbox to get to get my uh, Zelda fix. Yeah. Um, so and and like I just realize more and more that like my gaming experiences, I I like them to be social. Experiences yeah, too, and like Switch does a very, very bad job of making those things social. Yeah. And like, where if you're on Xbox Live or uh, Ed or you know my friend Mitch, um, calling him out, we were supposed to play Destiny last night, and he never got online. Oh. Jerk. <laughs> where were you, Mitch? <laughs> Probably fell asleep. He he yeah he works a lot, so yeah yeah. Uh, um, but. You know, I, I I like playing games that are social experiences more and more lately. And even if it's like, yeah. even if we're playing Tomb Raider right now, right? Like, I still yeah. like to at least get in a chat and talk to people while things are happening. Or, um, yeah. So yeah, 
Yeah, and it's just yeah, and it's a bummer that we have to use Xbox if we want to play something on Switch and talk. Yeah, we either have to use Xbox or use a Skype or use our phone or use our you know like everything but the actual thing that we want to play our games on. Yeah, and talk on you know like it's it's just a bummer and like you know and then then some games that come along and showed us hey we don't need the stupid dongle and uh you know a uh, fortnite right? you know showed us that we didn't need a dongle and we didn't need our phone to be able to talk uh yeah. with one another and still nothing has changed yeah and, you know like i think that's that it's it's just things like that that kind of like have have been disappointing yeah you know like but but again you know i'm i'm gonna play in like you know and i it's fine because like i use my switch for i still use my switch for for uh like playing games with other people but just doing a couch co-op you know or whatever yeah like i want to i want to get that 51 games thing yet oh yeah um because I want to do bowling, which we could we could at least we could technically we could do do that and uh, chat while we're. <laughs> we could, I mean, because yeah. that that would be fun to do the bowling and stuff and actually playing because you can play with friends online against one another on yeah. basically all the games. Yeah, like there's the battle tanks game looked fun and. Uh, stuff like that so i i kind of really want to get that i i had watched a on a review of it um this morning when i got up I, specifically of the bowling i was curious to see if it was how well they did a uh you know how good of a job they did with making it for that and um it sounds like it's pretty it's probably as close as you're gonna get to the wee the wee bowling yeah uh with you know with using a, a new technology yeah because you know because obviously that's the thing is like the wii remote versus the you know the joy cons are are completely different technology mm-hmm. for the most part you know i mean there there's some similarities but yeah. so it's still gonna feel different it's not gonna be exactly the same yeah but um but it sounds like it's pretty decent and there's just there's a lot of cool little games on there that that I would definitely play. Like there's darts too and stuff like that. Yeah. But but yeah, so I don't know. There's there's definitely a lot of stuff that that will be coming out. I'm sure pretty soon that we'll want to play on Switch. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, and just kind of with you though, it's like especially with Game Pass. And when there's like practically a new game being added to Game Pass like every week, it's like, well, of course, you know, my Xbox is kind of gonna be where where I end up going the most because you know I'm constantly have a, a you know a list of games that I can just download that I'm pay, you know I'm paying a service for, so I might as well use it. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. You know, I think that's the thing is I. I have more money invested in my Xbox, so therefore, I feel like most of my time is going to be spent there. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, but. no, for sure. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's it's hard because like you know when when Ed and I were doing 
I mean, we obviously still do Nintendo Power Block, but when that was kind of mm-hmm. like the only thing we were doing for a while, mm-hmm. like I was getting uh, everything on Switch, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, when he was do- when he was hosting Arsenal X when we were with our old group, right? Like, uh, I was trying to make well, and sure... Well, your daughter was younger, too, at that time. So, you know, it was a much, much easier, easier thing to do to play yeah. stuff on Switch for you as well. Yeah, so. like, I mean, I played through Doom on Switch. I played through Wolfenstein mm-hmm. 2 on Switch. I've, I've played through multiple third-party games on Switch. And, like, as much as I enjoyed those experiences at the time, like, I really do feel like I missed something by not playing Doom on Xbox One X or, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, like even with the Witcher, like I still feel like I feel like I'm missing out on the Xbox version, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it it does look it doesn't look rough, but it looks old on mm-hmm. on the Switch. Where yeah. you know, I did I have booted it up on Xbox since then, and like it's it looks a thousand times better on on the Xbox. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when, with all these games that just came out on Switch, like XCOM 2 and Borderlands and uh, what was the other one? The Bioshock Collection. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one that I feel like would be actually a really good fit on Switch is XCOM. Because yeah. of the isometric view, it doesn't... Uh, I mean, it's not super graphically intensive. Strategy games are a good fit in handheld mode, I think, for me so mm-hmm. that's the one i was thinking about getting for switch and like i did want i did want to try borderlands on switch but i'm like why i already i already have all of them on xbox you know mm-hmm. so yeah uh i don't know i i was kind of disappointed that kingdoms of Amalur was uh not announced for switch but then i'm like well it's gonna be awesome on xbox and tony hawk I think is going to be awesome. And, and all these remasters that are mm-hmm. coming. I'm so excited for these remasters. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Especially cause like, I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. I was just going to say, yeah, I've, I've been really excited for the Tony Hawk stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm just cause like I've been, I've been because like, okay. Like I, I've played skate three recently i i've played it off and on because it's my on, son was playing it for a while isn't it on ea access um yeah yeah that's yeah. what i got it through so like i you know i play it occasionally but i still it just it doesn't give me that sense of joy that that the tony hawk games did you yeah know? like it's a completely different setup as far as button layouts and all that kind of stuff how they do things on skate yeah. And it works good. I mean, it's fine, but it, it just, it's a little, it was a little bit harder to get used to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to going back to those games and, and having a really good skateboarding game again. Dude, I'm so excited for Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Like, I, I, oh, I'm so excited. Now they just got to bring cool borders back. Cool borders, <laughs> I love, I loved cool borders. And cool I want borders, and I want I want Sony to freaking bring Jet Moto back. Just bring it back. <laughs> I don't see why they could like. Why couldn't they have like the Wipeout team remaster it? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, what's disappointing the because most? What's disappointing Wipeout the most for dead, me right now? But that was better. 
The most disappointing thing right now is like the big rumor right now is Bloodborne Remastered. Yeah. It's already out. It came out on PlayStation 4. It's already out. Just give them a patch. Like, just patch it in. Yeah. 4K 60 frames, like... I yeah, mean, granted, that, that, game, that game would be a thousand times better if it had a stable frame rate, right? But, like, mm-hmm. you're going to turn around and sell these people the same game? Yeah, yeah I've like, seen that. I've seen that, that post on Twitter that the that where it said, um, what did it say? It said, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Bloodborne remake, you know, to be able to be 4K, 60 frames per second. You know, better looking, blah blah blah, and then they picked another game. Uh, I forget what game it was. Oh, the 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 um, Gears of War. The you know the, how they remember how on 360 or whatever they or whatever they did a re- remake of it. Yeah, they remade. Like they that. remade it. Uh, the first they well yeah, the they first they remastered the first game. Uh, yeah. It was just a graphical overhaul. It still played the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they did it the year before Gears Four came out. Yeah. And then they yeah. So then it said, and then it says on the Microsoft that 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 game you know playing on the Series X and it's gonna do all those things that it's gonna do for Bloodborne without having to remaster it. <laughs> yeah, because I think they said what they're gonna. It's like through the the AI machine learning stuff. It's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be up-res to 4K. It's gonna you know, kind of patch in HDR, and yeah. and you know hopefully and, run at a higher frame rate. Yeah, which makes yeah, sense because frame rate with, because like the, yeah. the 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 version of that game on PC runs at 60 frames a second and is in 4K. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know yeah. why that patch never came to Xbox, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it's just well, you know, and I and I mean I get it because like Sony, there's a lot of things that they just did not have foresight on mm-hmm. when they were making the console. Yeah. Um. And well, I mean, you know, honestly, neither did Microsoft, though. Like, I mean, that thing was supposed to be online and only yeah. and backwards compatible wasn't yeah. supposed to exist like ever. Uh, and they well, kind of brute I'm... forced those emulators into this, <laughs> into the Xbox one. Yeah. Well, but I, I, I and I think the I think the thing is, though, like they they had some tech foresight. You know, like, obviously, like, look at, you know, like, all the thing with them being able to change screen names. You know, you can change your screen name and stuff whenever you want to. Yeah. But it, but, but the way, you know, Sony did things, they there there really was no um, supporting, you know, beyond a, a certain, you know, beyond a point because they didn't really have any foresight in and the way that they were doing things or the, you know, the, and I feel, I feel like, the, you know, that was kind of the same way. Cause I mean, you know, to be fair, I mean, they're, they're the PS4 pro doesn't even do real 4k at all, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, so I mean, that's max. probably part of it too, you know, is just because they literally don't have any real 4k. Yeah games that they've done whereas the xbox one x 
made it where they had to patch games for true 4K because that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, so, I, I mean, that's probably part of it, too, is just because, you know, I think, you know, we kind of forget that, that they don't actually have a system that does 4K yet. Yeah. Like actual 4K, so it's you know it's a little bit different, yeah, of a of a situation. But I mean the I mean that's the thing though is so does that mean that maybe they just then they've just been kind of working on doing patches for once the PS5 comes out that they'll just kind of they're like well we should probably just not worry about doing those for the pro. Yeah, because it all it already sounds like an airplane taking off on certain games. I mean, mine. I don't even know how mine stays on, honestly. Uh, like I like when I I did plug it in the other day to get my the free PlayStation Plus games, uh, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks because I well, I mean, I have I I have World War Two on on playstation now because it uh oh, okay it's the free game on playstation this month it's world war 2 oh, okay. and uh battlefront 2 are the two free games which oh, okay. are two actually really great free games but um hmm. yeah i turned on i wanted to see what spider-man looked like yeah i wanted i want i want to give those games another shot i want to give spider-man another shot I want to replay God of War, and I want and I want to finish Horizons Frozen Wilds DLC. Those are like the three things I want to do before I put my PlayStation away. Yeah. Um, and I turned God of War on, and I wasn't even like fighting any enemies. I wasn't even like doing anything, and I had it on performance mode and not uh, resolution. Mm-hmm. And like, I couldn't even hear my TV because it was so loud. You know, I had to I had to plug in a headset to hear what was going on. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I, I want to play I want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it's so good, dude. It's 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 yeah, far and it's, away it's, my it's, favorite PlayStation exclusive. And like, yeah, for me, like if that second game came to PC, like honestly, I don't know if I would even buy a PlayStation Five. And, like, that sucks because, like, I really want to play the next God of War, but, like, why would I buy a console for one or two games, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, and seeing that's the situation I was in with the four in the first place. Yeah. But now now that I've seen a whole generation of that console and I, you know, I have games here and there that I can kind of pick and choose that I do want to play that are on there and the fact that they're, you know, trying to do backwards compatibility of some sort is, you know, like, you know, like there was a point where they said backwards compatibility, who cares about that? Well, had you not done it, me for sure would not probably have been buying your PS5 because, you know, that's not... I don't buy PlayStation consoles anymore until after the generation is done because I, you know, like a lot of the times their, their games that they have just don't, just don't, don't speak to me like the majority of people who like PlayStation. Yeah. And so the fact that they're doing backwards compatibility, I can sense the PS2 (laughs) actually buy a, you know, a PlayStation console console when it first comes out you know like 
Yeah. And I'm 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 kind of excited about you know PS5 and learning more about it. Mm-hmm. Um but you know there's there's still part of me that's like I don't know, you know, should I wait maybe a couple of years first before I get it and you know just see kind of what they're, you know, I guess it all depends on how how this, uh, you know, moving forward here this year, how things go as far as what they have to offer and and show. Because right now, Microsoft and with, you know, all their new studios and stuff now, and, and I know, you know, a lot of people aren't as impressed or interested in some of the things we've already seen as I am. But I, you know, but that's just it. I am. So, like... Yeah. I cannot wait to play Grounded. That yeah. game just looks like it's going to be so much fun, and I cannot wait to play, you know, Halo and Hellblade Two, and you know, like the, the I, there's already a bunch of stuff that's coming out soon, and to you know, very in the very near future, that I already know that I'm absolutely going to want to play day one, and so. I'm already sold on an Xbox and, you know, yeah. and just the fact that everything that I already own is going to be backwards compatible. And now hearing that, you know, Phil Spencer talked about adding even more games to the list of backwards compatibility stuff, you know, like I'm already know that if I get the new Xbox today, that I am already going to in the first year get a really good use out of it. Yeah. And I just can't say that yet about PS5 until I know more. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's just a bummer that, you know, with everything that's kind of happened lately and stuff and, you know, they kind of you know, it's not it's not that big of a deal. We can learn about games whenever, but you know, it is kind of a bummer that that we, they did nothing as far as like telling us anything and then they finally they finally decide they're they're ready to tell us stuff and then you know like all hell breaks loose right and in, in the world and stuff you know so yeah but but yeah it's just been a really weird year uh honestly for sony in general just or or console release year i should say yeah no i i I mean i am excited like i know a lot of people are excited for the last of us part two in a week and a half or two weeks or whatever yeah Uh, i honestly am not one of those people like i just i i don't think the like i i don't like i've said this before like i i've only played a little bit of the first one Mm -hmm. uh but i just couldn't I just couldn't do it, you know. I, I'm just not into it, and I yeah. would rather I would play, I would play a new Uncharted game every year if they put one out. But I just can't do the The Last of Us, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really care about Days Gone. I didn't really care about Death Stranding, but uh, I mean, Sony has stuff that I like, right? Like I like God of mm-hmm. War. I love Horizon. I love Uncharted, and The Order was awesome. And I hope that that rumor that ready at dawn retain the ip and that the those the sequel is coming to xbox uh series x because that's that's been a rumor going around that ready at dawn is building a a sequel to that game and uh Mm. that first game is not very good but it's interesting enough to where 
I would want a sequel. And I really wish they would have just ripped off Gears of War wholeheartedly because it was a third-person cover-based shooter with a lot of quick-time okay. events and a lot oh, of heavy okay. exploration and storytelling. Yeah, man. Quick-time events. Yeah, they were... Pretty... Can we just get rid of those? I know. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Please. I know. So, Even in Tomb Raider. I know. You there's know, so many. Probably back to Tomb Raider playing that again. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. I yeah. don't like this anymore. Yeah. And yeah, it was just it's just bad, man. Like I I like the order, like I like the characters and the story yeah. was super interesting. The like the alternate history mixed with supernatural stuff, like I thought was really okay. awesome. Uh a lot of a lot of werewolf dongs in that game though. Like <laughs> That's right. I think I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it's like yeah, that... uh, yeah. That was one of those games that I yeah, never never really caught my attention when it when it came out, you know, like maybe even if I I might even just that might be a good one to uh check like a a stream of like someone playing it or whatever, like watch a playthrough. Yeah, I might um, play it and again. just get it. Cuz like because... I think that would be an interesting cuz the platinum trophy is pretty easy, I think. So mm-hmm. um but I actually have I got the collector's edition. I actually have a Galahad statue oh, okay. up there <laughs> of, oh, on my nice. shelf, and it's cool. Uh, but, um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really know where I was going with that, but, uh, yeah. I, I'm really excited. For, like, for, for me, Xbox is... I'm all in on Xbox right now. Like, uh, uh, I'm excited for them to wrap up the gears tri- this new gears trilogy with six uh mm-hmm. i don't know if it'll be you know they i'm assuming it'll be the end of a trilogy and gears will live on in another you know kind of like judgment where they have spin-off stories and stuff and tactics and, mm-hmm. and all that uh i'm excited for halo infinite i'm excited for hellblade yeah. i'm excited for what i think the perfect dark game the initiative is working on i'm excited <laughs> for uh the fable game that playground is probably working on uh, i'm excited for the next forza horizon game like yeah yeah uh which i well, actually well, just re-downloaded forza 4 because i've been wanting to play it but dude okay we should we can definitely play that one day too like just drive around and stuff yeah that would be fun too i yeah. i haven't because i don't play that nearly enough with uh yeah either so yeah um i'm excited for you know it, a lot of people forget like Obs- microsoft bought obsidian the outer worlds 2 will probably be a xbox exclusive the mm-hmm. uh their next project which i th- i mean grounded obviously but they have a, a third project in the works that like mm-hmm. what is it you know i think uh yeah and exiles wasteland 3 and and their next project has been confirmed to use Unreal Engine 5, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Psychonauts 2. Mm-hmm. I forget that that game's coming out, and hopefully a remaster of the first one. I like out of uh, all the games, like I think that would, I think <sighs> that first game would do really well if they if it got a remaster. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the Psychonauts. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, they. Um, well, and like they're like, you know, and even just I wonder at some point if like, you know, when the new console comes out, they'll still be making new stuff for Sea of Thieves because that game, like, honestly, I'm I'm just completely impressed with how much t- 
time and effort they've put into that game into improving it over the last like however many years now or whatever yeah you know it's it's insane like they they're constantly adding stuff to that and like you know we've they're already like talking about soon i guess already the the jungle awakens dlc for for uh, minecraft dungeons is coming out it sounds like soon what so, like july i think they said yeah I th- yeah i think so not quite sure i yeah i was just kind of looking at stuff here when we were uh before we started the show and they but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, man. They, yeah, they just like Microsoft just seems to, you know, Xbox just really seems to have a good grasp on things and and are you know don't let like a bad bad press or bad review of a game when it first comes out like phase them. They they just say, okay, well, we definitely can do better. Mm-hmm. And and they've you know busted their butts. You know, Rare has done an amazing job with Sea of Thieves. Yeah, like that that game is such a masterpiece. Which is opinion. another another game I want to play with you and like go through that yeah. story mode, right? Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. There, that's the thing. Is there like there's just man. One of these days, I, I, know, I, I so just many... want to take the take the weekend off from life and family and stuff and we just play all these games <laughs> all day for like yeah, charity stream yeah. or something uh yeah, which is well, something you i know, wanted to do too at some well, point but yeah what i could do what i what i should maybe do is like i don't know how your fridays usually are but um i mean i i, I work until yeah but um yeah I don't know. We usually try to do something with my kid on Friday evenings, like yeah, you know okay. something. But I mean, I could probably wiggle out of it if we needed to do something, or you know. Well, I was just thinking if like there, yeah, like even if I just took like a Friday off one week, yeah, and you know of work, so then I could actually do something on a Friday, and then still we can still do stuff then on the weekend like we normally would you know, with our families and stuff like that. But just even, you know, just having that one more night that we could possibly do something like around the time that we would normally record this or whatever, but just on a Friday. Yeah, because like on Fridays, I've been going to bed early because I've been getting up early on Saturdays to play games before they wake up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which has has had its ups and downs like yesterday, mm-hmm. like uh, last night I was playing Tomb Raider and I like kind of, fell asleep while i was playing because i got up so early <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so but <laughs> it had it's been beneficial for the most part i mean that's mm-hmm. how i beat control i just got up early yeah. most mornings and blasted mm-hmm. through it but um, yeah and i and i try to get into work so i can get home early and play but a lot of mornings that <laughs> that hasn't been the case yeah like, i get i got home and i'm just like man I would like to start that, but if I start that now, even if I stop after playing an hour, yeah, it's gonna be like five thirty or whatever in the morning, and yeah. I really want to get to bed because, I yeah, I just I'm I'm hoping like I said this week, 
this week now starting the kids will be in will be in daycare for a while and then possibly summer school if that ever happens i don't quite know what's going on yet with all that yeah but um it's just a lack of an uh of a solid schedule you know because yeah. now they're always home it's either they're being babysat by my by my sister or or i'm getting up a little bit early to get up with them or whatever and yeah. so like my my schedule is all weird and so i don't have just like a you know like if you're if you're sleeping at the same time and you're getting up at the same time you kind of set this like you know nice path of like everything just kind of feels better when you're on a schedule and when you're not on a schedule it's just like uh, you just kind of feel lost and weird all the time and <laughs> and it's just like some nights like on the weekends here like I I have like I could technically be staying up for like five more hours of just playing games yeah. but a lot of times I'll just like I'm my schedule's all weird so I'm like play games for a little bit and then I'm just like man I'm yeah. really tired <laughs> yeah. so that's but. I would love to like I miss the days where like I mean not that I mean, I don't want this to come off saying I you know don't love my family or anything but like I no. miss the days where I would like come home from work and like play games until I went to bed you know and like dude when I used to work the 12 hour shifts and it would be two days on three days off yeah where it was three days of me having the day off but my wife was still working because it was during the week and I would literally just sit all day and just play Call of Duty (laughs) it was so bad but but dude was that amazing just being able to sit for a whole day and be like do I want to stop and do something around the house right now nah (laughs) I'll do it later and then you know I would do stuff later but it was like I could just sit around all day yeah like every year my wife asks me what I want to do for my birthday and I'm like I want to play video games all day (laughs) and she's like you don't want to do something fun I'm like that is fun. That is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like my wife, you know, for Mother's Day. Like, all she wants is to be able to just have one day where she can sit in her room and just watch whatever shows she wants. She wants to yeah. sleep. If she wants to sleep for a couple of hours without having to worry about what the kids are getting into, that's all she wants. She just wants to be able to <laughs> do what she loves you know, and not not have to worry about the kids for for a, you know majority of the day. Yeah. Now, usually, what she'll do is then like we'll all have dinner together or whatever. It'll be like from the morning until dinner time. She's got the whole day to basically do whatever she wants, and I take care of the kids. You know, like that's what she wants. It gives me a chance to spend some time with the kids, and gives her a chance to. You know, do what I kind of get to do with you guys when I'm talking on the show, you know, like just be able to just relax and just talk about what I love and not worry, you know, not worrying about the kids when I'm doing this sometimes, (laughs) sometimes, (laughs) but, you know, she doesn't get these nights like this where I can just watch whatever shows I want or whatever at night before I go to bed or, you know, she doesn't get that. And so 
So, like, I do try to do that for her occasionally if she wants a day where she just wants to do her thing and I can take care of the kids. You know, I'm all for it because I want her to to be able to have that time to just be, you know, have alone time and do her thing as well. So, yeah. But, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, this is a very, uh, very weird episode. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but <fine>. you know, <laughs> I mean, this is the t- like, these are the kinds of episodes I like to have, though. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, occasionally just have one where we're just kind of being real with, like, yeah, everyone that's listening right now, you're just basically listening to what a regular conversation. Yeah, but like I between like between us would be. I I wish our shows were more like this, you know. Like I yeah. I do wish they were more like this, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I I don't I don't know. I I think power block is the way it is like i said earlier like because that's just the way we've been doing it forever mm-hmm. but like if we're gonna talk about xbox let's just talk about xbox and the games we're playing and like okay if mm-hmm. something interesting is happening like you mm-hmm. brought this up when we restarted the show like if there's a news topic let's just bring it up and not like read the article let's just talk about it and yeah you know, it's uh yeah i would rather just i would rather just do that but yeah, yeah. The, well, you know, and that's and I and I mean the thing is too is it's really easy for us to kind of do this right now this way because you know like you know very soon here we'll actually be getting some real legitimate like you know stuff to talk about. Um, you know, it's still kind of in a holding pattern for Xbox as far as uh, what we have to look for for the future. Yeah. Um, you know, in a lot of ways still, but. But you know, I'm I'm definitely looking. Oh, and that's right, I forgot. Yeah, No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox Game Pass as well for console and PC, mm-hmm. which I was I'm excited for that because I I still haven't played No Man's Sky. I know I've been. And I real I want to experience it really bad. So. I thought about buying it because it was on sale for when the the winter sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought about getting it, but I th- I got Ghost Recon instead. Yeah, and Watch Dogs too, and I still haven't played either of them. Oh, you haven't played Watch Dogs too Mm-mm. at all yet? Mm-mm. Okay, I really like Watch Dogs too. I know a lot of people did not like it. Yeah, I don't but like. It's, I really Watch Dogs like is it. a weird season or a weird series because people like yeah. some. A lot of people hate that first one, but a lot of people swear by that first one, uh, mm-hmm. and then the second one is like the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I, I actually, that's right. I, I just played it recently. I played the second one a little bit. I went back to it. I think it was, and like, I've, and and I've also been playing Saints Row three. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, Watch Dogs, like the the base version was like eight dollars, and then like the hundred dollar version with all the DLC and stuff was like fourteen dollars or something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, so, just yeah, just recently I ended or whatever. Up, well, I ended up getting all those, and then I ended up getting the Division Two for three dollars on Xbox when it was three dollars. Oh still yeah, played do that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a game too. I would like to play through. I think um, I would like to play through the first one story again. Honestly, I mean, I know like it's kind of old now, but yeah, 
Yeah, there, there. Well, there was a couple of games that I'd like to play, play through. Yeah, but but um, I just had to check something. Yeah, there's a couple of games that I'd like to play through again. You know, like you said, like uh, I still occasionally I pop in Zelda and I play Breath of the Wild. You know, like I could have probably beaten that like two or three times at this point. Yeah. Um, but I just I just go in and just enjoy going around the, and you know exploring the world. The only thing preventing me from re- replaying Breath of the Wild is the fact that I did all 120 shrines and got all the Korok seeds. Yeah. Or else I would have started over by now and played it, it again. Yeah. But I like I like seeing my stat sheet like on the loading screen. It said it says Korok like the Korok seed thing. It says yeah. 900. I'm like. I did that. I did that. <laughs> yeah, and and you, yeah, you did. You finish. You finished like all all of the DLC and all that too, right? Yeah, I did it. I I literally have a hundred percent on the map, like on the map okay. screen where it says how much you've see, completed. See, and I haven't. I haven't quite finished all the the DLC stuff yet. Um, like I didn't get the motorcycle horse thing or any of those kinds of things. Uh, so I still technically have stuff that I could do <laughs> to try to finish it, which I I probably should. Like part of part of me though not doing it is because that like the the I really do hope that they do the the battle the um, battle mechanics a little bit better this this time around. I don't know that it will be, but yeah, I you know like. I don't even know what you would do to fix it, but it's just there's just something that's off about it sometimes. Like I think it's like when you're locking on things or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, I mean it's not a perfect game by any means. It's just uh, there's a lot to like about it. I think. And yeah. I mean it's it's with any game, right? That's kind of like yeah. there's things that you don't like about every game, but there's enough yeah. there to like that kind of overcompensates. You know. Yeah. Like the yeah, weapon yeah. degradation stuff, I hated. Uh, yeah. the, the dungeons I think are the weakest in the series. Like the four mm-hmm. main dungeons are pretty weak, yeah. but, uh, that world and that, the shrines and, uh, and just the story stuff that you find and, and mm-hmm. the, some of the challenges are just, uh, make that game worth playing and why it's still yeah. one of my favorite games of all time. So yeah, for me, it's definitely the open world, the way that they went about the exploration of the, you know, being able to climb everything and being able to, you know, just so many little hidden things all over the place. And like, I, cause I feel like, I feel like sometimes like a game, you know, obviously needs, needs it to be, you know, heavily populated with with buildings and and you know things like that but i think why i liked this so much is they 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 had that perfect balance between having you know like heavily populated areas that have like things in them and stuff but then a lot of it that was just completely open and really wasn't a whole lot going on Mm -hmm. they they just like perfectly placed like enemies and 
and things like that. So it was like never a dull moment from going from one place to another to another, no matter how far you traveled, you know? Yeah. Like, like it, it always seemed like there was something to do, even in the most boring, you know, dull looking areas, you know? Yeah. So I think they did. Yeah. That was really what I liked about it is just the, the exploration. I, I've, I've just never played an open world game where I cared so much about what's at the top of that mountain, you know, or, or what's, you know, what's over there or, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it does a really good job of like rewarding you for exploring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And like the dragons that show up at certain times, time periods of the day that are just like magnificent looking and you can, you know, you shoot them with an arrow and you break a piece of their scale off and then, boom, you've got this scale now that you can either sell for, like, a crap load of money or you can use it to make, you know, upgrade certain outfits to make them stronger. And, you know, like, there's just, like, I that was such a cool experience that first time that that I learned about the dragons and, like, how to how to get the scales or what, what part of their body you needed to hit in order to get the best you know part of their to upgrade certain things or still like it's amazing the whole shooting star thing where where you have the star fragments that just come raining down and you know and the whole the whole process that you have to go through to hunt for those those pieces because you got to get there before they burn up and grab it or otherwise it disappears and like just those little things like that are just so cool and just done so well that that you know it's such a simple thing that anyone could have did in their games but they haven't (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah so um but uh anyways are you playing anything else (laughs) uh no I, i that's pretty much it like i said yeah i did remember that i was playing Played a little uh, Watch Dogs 2 just because I felt like going back to it for a little bit. And uh, Saints Row, which I love. I love Saints Row 3. Me and Pat played it together and he he showed me uh, he showed me this, like the really quick way to get money. Because <laughs> if there's a way to cheat the system in a game, Pat will know it. And I'll find, <laughs> find it out from him. Because there's like, I guess there's some glitches and stuff too that you can do in the game to to get get certain things. But it, it, like literally the one getting a lot of money, there's just the airport and there's these like, these like pillar things that go out into the water. Yeah. that are at the end of of all the uh of the runways yeah. and basically all you got to do is you go in there like little hover bike thing that looks like something from jet moto and you just gotta fly sideways through him through them and all of a sudden it does this like it stacks up a times thing and then it gives you like i think it was like forty thousand dollars or something like that every time you fly through it sideways so like you just couldn't keep on doing that and just keep racking your your money up hmm. so yeah so yeah was, like we were just playing some of the the story missions and stuff and then did that a little bit and we're just getting some money because he had some stuff he wanted to upgrade because he's practically upgraded everything in the game already yeah so but but yeah that's pretty much it 
Cool. It's fun though. It's a good game. I love I love Saints Row Three. Uh, well, I've played a few games. I, we already talked about Tomb Raider quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> I've also been getting back into Destiny pretty hard. Um, <laughs> been playing that. I've I've been trying to do a lot of the cleanup quests. I guess you would say uh, <laughs> trying to. I don't know. I had a lot of quests left over from previous expansions and stuff that I had completed with other characters and now I'm just trying to like with my Titans since my Titans my main on Xbox mm-hmm. I uh, like I did a lot of these like on, on PlayStation before this cross save stuff was happening mm-hmm. I was playing a Titan on PlayStation and a Warlock on Xbox and then I started a Titan on Xbox and I I don't know Titans just like the most comfortable I am with with a character um, mm-hmm. so I've been trying to clean up those early quests and, uh, we'll have to do some of them together because some of them require two people or three people or whatever. Like, uh, like oh, that okay. one that we were, that one weapon we were trying to do that, uh, the, the outbreak perfected one where we were jumping through yeah. the, the underbelly of the tower and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then some of them are like, uh, like the, just the very basic quests to get very basic guns, like the multi-tool quests. Like I have that gun. Mm-hmm. I have like four of them, but I still have to do the quest cause it's in my thing. So, uh, plus it's an <laughs> easy way to kind of level up, uh, right now. Yeah. So I've been grinding out those quests and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to play with you so we can finish the shadow keep stuff. Uh, yeah, because yeah, that new which season I did. starts this week. <laughs> yeah yeah which i yeah i think i had done i played a little bit more the other day the other day too yeah at some point i played a little bit of it um and i had gotten a whole bunch of like exotic stuff yeah. that i don't know what i got it from or for oh you know what there was this stuff through twitch i think that's oh yeah the the it, I know the grenade Can't. launcher. Um, yeah, which yeah. it looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I I haven't been keeping up on what weapons are good and what the perks yeah. are good and everything. Like I used to keep up on all that, and I just haven't. I just don't. <laughs> I have just haven't had enough time to care. So, uh, yeah. but but I am getting, playing a lot of that lately, and I'm also playing a lot of Halo. Honestly, uh, multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, five and the Master Chief Collection. I just swap between the two and and <laughs> and play. And Halo's still fun, man. I mean, we talk about this a lot. Like I'll play it and mm-hmm. then I won't play it. Then I'll go back and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot this game's really fun. And then uh, you know, I <laughs> I like the movement and stuff in Halo Five. I think it's really fun to with the dash mechanic and uh, mm-hmm. you know the like when you're jumping in the air and you're about to hit someone you hold B down and it's more of like a, a dash down onto them and to take them out mm-hmm. and the assassination stuff. But then you go back to like Halo two and three and it's just really simple. Halo, no sprint, <laughs> no yeah. Uh, Halo three is actually very slow. Like yeah. I was actually like put off by how slow Halo three is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even, even almost compared to Halo two, like Halo two is a little bit faster than Halo three. And I'm like, 
I just want a sprint button, guys. Just let me run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember when three came out. I it did feel like you were almost having to relearn how to play. Yeah. And you know maybe yeah maybe that was it. Maybe it was just a, it was a little bit yeah slower or something. But yeah, I I just remember like at first not really knowing if I really liked it. Yeah. You know. Like at first, I was like, I don't know if I'm really into this. Well, at the time, I on this game, but then I absolutely started to love it as I got used to it. Yeah, at the time, I loved Halo Three, but now playing it now, I'm just like, man, yeah. this is slow. <laughs> like it just even <laughs> even compared to like Reach and Four, yeah. it's like super slow. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I have been playing a lot of Halo multiplayer, and then uh, uh, obviously we finished Control because we did mm-hmm. the, the book club last week. Uh, so that mm-hmm. that episode is up on the bot, Boss Rush podcast feed, although I, I do need to put it on here too since it is an Xbox game. So I will, I'll mm-hmm. try to get that up here at some point. But um, So yeah, that's kind of kind of it. Nothing new to really like, nothing new new to talk about. Uh, I am quite excited to be playing tomb raider though it's just so much fun mm-hmm. uh, oh i mm-hmm. play a little bit of gears also they have that good yeah. iron mode is really cool oh, okay it's basically just like capture the flag but it's a little bit more aggressive <laughs> i would say yeah. so uh, it, it's a cool mode though i highly recommend it and if you get if you do a lot of the challenges you get the thrash ball coal so yeah uh, if you didn't pre-order it or buy it already <laughs> Man, speaking of like, I know they said Gears Five wasn't gonna have microtransactions in it. Yeah, but you can buy like combat packs, which will give you like all the skins for that season, and they're oh, really? they're like twenty bucks a piece for like six character <laughs> skins and then the the weapon skins. And it's like, man, that's like a you could be spending like literally hundreds of dollars on gears five if you wanted all the characters like it's yeah insane although although i'll give it to them this that like in call of duty and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you can pay almost that much for for just one skin for a character and and one skin for a gun and you know one one icon or or um you know, like just like a little pack of just a few things, and you can spend almost that much money in that game sometimes. Yeah, depending on. So, like, at least you're getting a bunch of skins and stuff like that. But yeah, but still, still, I mean, I still think that you'd be better off selling something like that for five bucks, and having almost everyone who who plays the game still buying it versus only some people who absolutely want it buying it you know because you know like i i sometimes think that that's where some of these things go wrong is i think that they would make more money if they actually did sell it for re- stuff for reasonable price yeah cuz i'm i'm really you know I'm more likely to buy something if it's like 4.99, you know. Yeah. Something, you know, for a pack of something or whatever in a game. Yeah. You know, I've done it before, but it, once you start getting up into like 15, 20 bucks for something, 
it's like, eh, I could buy a full game for that much. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Especially on Switch, you know, there's a lot of really good games a lot of the time for only like, you know, six bucks or whatever that are on sale. And it's like, yeah, instead of buying a one skin for some guy in a game that I can't even guarantee I'm going to play a whole lot. I'd rather just save that money and, and get a game on Switch for like a quarter of that, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Because Switch is always killing it with the uh, the deals as far as sales go. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that's 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 all I've been playing. Uh, you know, we there was some stuff that we could have talked about, but we're hitting that. We're coming up on two and a half hours of. Uh, <laughs> talking about nothing yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh i mean is there anything you want to talk about before we get out of here um i know that destiny um, live event happened which was i i did kind of watch it a little bit while we were oh did talking okay. about other stuff yeah. just now but it was kind of uneventful <laughs> yeah the uh the almighty ship is now gone <laughs> so uh yeah the uh the red legion ship is is blown up and is gone Crashed. yeah uh yeah so. didn't it crash onto the planet or whatever yeah something like that yeah and it looks like uh He's... the the teaser tra- uh trailers for uh the stuff that's that's being revealed on the ninth so by the time you watch this it'll already happened uh or listen to <laughs> it or whatever um so that stuff i think it's the season of the return or something a season of the okay. uh, something like that uh so okay Looks like uh, the big fall expansion, we're getting a new planet, which is really exciting, uh, which is something we haven't gotten since uh, uh, Destiny 2 launched (laughs) with with Titan and Nessus. So um, (laughs) very exciting to see Europa, which is one of the moons of Jupiter, uh, Mm -hmm. the the ice moon of Jupiter, uh, which was actually supposed to be in Destiny 1 vanilla. (laughs) Uh, if people remember the concept art for Destiny One, the first piece of concept art they released was uh, this snowy, oh, mountainous region and the fallen kind of patrolling it. Uh, hmm. I just I remember that image so vividly. It's actually uh, the second page of the Destiny One art book is that concept oh, art. Oh, okay. So hmm. um, it looks like we're going there, which is nice. neat. <laughs> and well, and that's maybe that was like, is like, you know what, we have all this assets and all these things that we had worked on, you know, for the first one. Yeah. And, you know, like, maybe they just really wanted to make sure that they did it right. Yeah. Um, or, you know, maybe it just tech, tech wise, yeah. um, you know, and all that in the beginning when the first one came out, they just really didn't have a good enough grasp on how to design that specific kind of world like properly in game. And they, you know, maybe just took some, cause you know, you hear about developers all the time when they're building stuff and doing stuff that, you know, on paper, the concept works, but once you start trying to build it in a game, mm-hmm. it can get to the point of where you have so many issues that you've got to deal with that you just got to scrap it. Yeah, and I wonder if that was one of those things that kind of happened with that. If it just was, like they just could not put the time that they needed into trying to fix all the issues to make it work. 
yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I don't know what Eris Morn is doing in that trailer. I do not know what the Drifter is up to because uh, I honestly haven't been keeping up. I know there's been some uh, kind of some faction war type stuff going on in the lore, mm-hmm. but I haven't been playing enough to keep up with that. So I guess we'll find out. Yeah, because I yeah I do want to get back to that game and play some. So yeah, yeah. So, but uh, other than that, it's pretty slow and a lot of people put stuff on hold because of the um you know the the protests and the uh, yeah i know that bungie was actually talking about moving their stuff from june 9th because that's uh uh the the funeral of, of george floyd so um, yeah i i know that that's happening so okay. i guess we'll find out um so I, I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about next weekend uh, because of all all the things getting delayed and IGN stuff is next week and everything. So very yeah. exciting times, I would say. But we are uh, we are going to wrap the episode up. I want to thank everybody for watching on Mixer and Twitch. Uh, you can watch us live at Boss Rush Games Live on those two platforms. Uh, if you can't join us, you can go to our podcast feeds on any podcast uh, podcast service of choice and look for arsenal x the xbox podcast uh, you can also search boss rush games and you can download all of our shows from there and uh, check out our website bossrushgames.com. also uh, i encourage you guys to watch the black lives matter panel that we did this weekend it was mm-hmm. uh, it was a great time again obviously we talked about it for almost an hour at the top of the show but uh mm-hmm. please go listen to it those creators are fantastic and uh Obviously, the uh, audio is on all of our feeds, and all the links where you can find them are in the sh- show descriptions. So please support them. Please follow them. Uh, give them your love, and uh, you know it was a good time. Check, so, yeah, and check out their content. You know, like yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there. So definitely. So uh, Jesse, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. Yeah, and you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Corey and HD on Mixer and Twitch, and uh, you can find me over on Nintendo Power Block and uh, regular episodes of the Boss Rush podcast. Uh, check out One v One, check out Standard Definition, check out our podcasts. Uh, they are fun. We put a lot of work into them. We appreciate it that you would do that. And uh, big milestones coming up for for all the mm-hmm. shows. So. Um, very mm-hmm. proud, very happy. <laughs> Check out our store uh, yeah. on Redbubble. You can go to bossrushgames.com and click on store, and it'll take you right there. Very happy with the way the designs uh, look. So, mm-hmm. uh, Also, the episode 100 uh, Arsenal X shirt is going to be a limited run thing, and the episode 200 Nintendo Power Block will be a limited run item so if you want to support those episodes you can go there Uh, they'll be up for about a month or so Uh, so check them out and uh, I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening check out oh check out what's on game pass our let's play show for this show it's it's a good Mm -hmm. time and uh, yeah yeah thank you guys so much for watching and until next week we're going to throw up the X (laughs) because we are exiting out Goodbye, everybody. Bye.